Welcome to this episode of the Fit for Success podcast with your host, Archie Gravener. Now, first and foremost, thank you for being here and coming to join me on another episode of uh, the Fit for Success podcast. And today we are going to be talking about uh, why you need to prioritize your health as a high performer, an entrepreneur, a business owner, whatever you are, why this is important for you. And also just some simple steps, how you can do it at the end as well, okay? The first thing that I want to say is that I feel like it's glorified as a high performer and as an entrepreneur and a business owner to live on the edge of burnout nowadays to live to a point where you're chronically stressed where you're pushing extremely hard and your health just doesn't become a priority yeah listen I've, I've been there i've done it i've put myself to the back of the pile probably on numerous occasions and i've learned the lessons from it i made the mistakes if you're listening to this and you feel out of alignment with yourself this is probably the reason why because you might be listening to this as a high performer and you've got a lot of stuff figured out you've got the family you've got the wealth business doing well but you feel like there's something out of alignment with yourself. It's probably your health and fitness because you haven't been given it enough focus, okay? Why is this important for you as a business owner and as, as an entrepreneur? My goal here over the, the remainder of this podcast is just to potentially open your eyes to why this is so important and why you might need to make a change in your life uh, with this, okay? So when it comes to your health and fitness, for you as a high performer specifically, it's more important than you know. There's so many obvious and not so obvious benefits will ultimately benefit you, your business, your loved ones, your family, everything, okay? And again, we can always forget to prioritize this. The first benefit that stands out to me is having more energy. And more energy equals more productivity as well, okay? If I could give you a bundle of energy today, if I could times your energy by 10, what would you be able to do? What could you do then, which you can't do now? This is the way that we've got to have a look at it, okay? And if your health standards, if your personal standards, if your habits are substandard, then your energy and your productivity is going to be nowhere near where it could be, okay? And there's scientific reasons behind this, of course. You know, the, the obvious stuff being if you're eating trash every day, you're not fueling your body with the right stuff in order to be able to think. But that cognitive function comes down to your hormone regulation. And again, if you're feeding yourself poorly, your hormones aren't going to be doing what they should be doing. For example, your testosterone. And if you have low testosterone as a man specifically, then you're going to have brain fog. You're not going to be able to focus. And you can then see there's a real, real, real return on investment if you start focusing on your health and energy because that brain fog goes away it clears you can think clearly you have clarity of thought okay and not only that you can act on it a lot quicker i know when i'm looking after my health and fitness my productivity is genuinely at least five times better i don't get a brain fog and um i can just focus in on stuff i can get into that flow state much easier and i can get loads more done you know i pride myself on being able to get as much done in a half day's work as many people can do in a half week of work okay so it's really really important that we see the benefits in your business and how you can get energy in your business through focusing on yourself first as well and listen you might be in a good position with your business just think what you could be doing if you looked after yourself first as well the next one is less stress or maybe not less stress, a better capacity to deal with the stress. If you're in a position where you are feeling chronically stressed, you feel overwhelmed quite often, you're, you're on the verge of burnout, you're not operating at your best. Again, it comes back to being able to think clearly. It comes back to being, being able to have those bundles of energy and your, your training, your exercise, your nutrition, your rest recovery protocols can really help with that stress and building the capacity to deal with it better. That means that you're more resilient as an entrepreneur. It means you're more resilient as a business owner. If you're more resilient, you can deal with problems that come up more so. And you know, as well as I, 
those problems are going to come up. There's David Goggins quote. He says, there's an 18 wheeler truck waiting for you next week to hit you, uh, hit you in the face, right? There's always going to be a problem. Life is always going to slap some problems into your face. And we need to be resilient as entrepreneurs and business owners to deal with them. And if you're not looking after your health and fitness, you leave some things to chance there, okay? Because you're not psychologically or physiologically as resilient as you could be. So very, very important. And that brings me on to my next point is the relationship with failure that looking after yourself can bring. If we think about the gym, when we go into the gym, our goal is to hit muscular failure. When we're talking about hypertrophy, should I say, our goal is to hit muscular failure or get very much close to muscular failure. And we see this as a very positive thing. Okay. So when we go into the gym and maybe we do a set of bicep curls, we want that last rep to be an absolute grinder. We want it to be difficult. We want it to be very hard and we want to fail. This for me changed my relationship with failure in business and life in general uh, to something much more positive. I viewed failures, I viewed setbacks as an opportunity for growth. Because when you're in the gym and you do that set of bicep curls and you hit failure, what happens in the next week is your biceps grow. They recover, they get back together and ultimately you get stronger. So another benefit is that relationship with failure that you can build through exercise and training. And then again, this brings me on to the next point of doing hard things. The gym is difficult. Dieting is difficult. It's not easy. You're choosing to do something difficult. And in my opinion, that makes everything else that little bit easier throughout the day because you don't have all of that comfort. You're choosing to be uncomfortable. You're choosing to do something difficult. That can really be beneficial for those little tasks in your day-to-day -day job that you don't want to do, in your work that you don't want to do. You build that willpower. You know, willpower isn't something that's just given, it's earned. You build that willpower to do those small menial tasks. In order to get a competitive advantage, we can then begin to look at you being someone that does something that other people won't. And again, that's a very powerful thing mentally, powerful thing physically as well. The next benefit that I would really suggest is probably the most powerful of all is longevity. You have to remember that nothing else matters other than our health. And I'm going to share a little story with you. I'm not going to name any names, but I was speaking to a friend the other day and I didn't know this and he told me this story. He went through organ failure. So his kidney failed on him just out of nowhere. He's a healthy guy. He did a lot of CrossFit, played a lot of golf, very healthy guy. And he had a family, you know, wife, kids. And before he went through the kidney failure, he thought what mattered in life was chasing after the bigger house, chasing after the bigger car and having all the luxuries in life and going to do some amazing things. When that kidney failure hit, he said it all became very, very obvious all of a sudden that none of that mattered. None of it at all. It grounded him very, very quickly. Like all he wanted in that moment was to be there for his family, to have his health back. And even on a smaller scale, I, I can give you a little analogy on this that you might resonate with a bit easier, is that when you have a blocked nose, the only thing that you want back is to be able to breathe properly, right? So if your health disappears tomorrow, everything disappears. You, you can't be there for your family anymore. You can't be the provider. You can't run a business if your health isn't there, okay? So stop taking it. You have to look after your health. And if you want to be here into your 50s and 60s and 70s without disease, without heart failure, without all of these things like diabetes that could come up and really challenge you and shorten your life, focus on yourself. Like literally working out your diet and beginning to exercise in some way, shape or form could add 10 to 15 years quality life for you. How much is that worth to you? Like, man, that's crazy, okay? So remember the reason that you're on earth. It's not 
just to become the wealthiest person possible would be unfulfilled, stressed and unhappy. You want to have longevity here. You want to be here for your loved ones for as long as you can. And for me, that's a massive, massive driver. The next benefit is that for me, it's a baseline for business, okay? When I've had a good day and I train, it brings me back to baseline. When I've had a bad day and I train, it brings me back to baseline. When things have gone really well in business and I start getting carried away and you know, I think I'm the dog's bollocks, guess what? When I go and train, it brings me back to baseline, okay? That, that weight doesn't change. You know, the iron doesn't change whether you're on top of the world and you think you're the bee's knees on, or if you're, if you're down low. It brings you back to baseline and it helps for me control my emotions, really positive emotions, whether my ego is driving forwards or whether I'm completely stressed and kind of downbeat on that day. It really helps. You know, I've, I've never, ever, ever done a workout and come out of it the other side and thought, I wish I didn't do that. I've never done a workout and not felt better for it. So it's really important we recognize that. So what are some basic tips that you can implement today in order to look after your health and fitness and ultimately reap the benefits that we've been talking about there? The most obvious one that we can look at that doesn't really take you any more time at all is your nutrition. Because at the end of the day, you have to eat anyway. And what a lot of people do is if you're convenience-based and you're you're looking for something super easy, is you actually drive out of your way to get food anyway. So you can't you say you can't cook, but realistically drive 10 minutes to go and get something from McDonald's or BP garage or whatever that might be. And you could have just used that time to cook something up. You can do a macro friendly meal in 10 minutes. But all I want you to focus on first and foremost, if, if you're literally just starting your health and fitness journey here, is I want you to focus on getting 80 to 90% of your nutrition from whole food sources, food that is unprocessed, okay? Uh, get your veggies in, get good quality red meats in, get good quality meats in and oily fish, all of this stuff. Make sure that 80 to 90% of your food comes from those whole food sources. All of a sudden, a lot of that brain fog that you might be experiencing will clear up and you'll be getting more protein in. You're going to be controlling your calories a lot easier because you're eating whole foods that's ultimately higher volume, but lower calorie. And everything will just become that little bit better with a simple change. And it doesn't take any extra time. Like when I hear entrepreneurs, business owners, busy people in general say that they haven't got the time to eat the foods that they want to, foods that they need to in order to get to shape. I, just, I call BS because for me, I'm the same. I'm super convenient. And for me, doing a tray of chicken, two kilos of chicken in one go, put it in the oven, put some seasoning on it, done. That takes me two minutes to put into the oven. It takes me two minutes to put out. And I get packet of rice, packet of veg, done. Easy. And, and that's a very easy way that you could be doing it. Another thing is you could look at meal prep companies if you have the budget to do it. I do that myself for one of my meals per day. Just comes to my door prepped. I know the macronutrients in it. Super, super, super easy. The next one is your exercise. And again, if you're at the start of your journey, you just have to be looking at exercising every day. And that doesn't mean training every day. I don't think you should train every day. I think you should train maybe three to five times per week. When And, and when I say train, I mean training towards the goal. So if you're training for a physique, that's a hypertrophy, that's weight training. If you're training towards a marathon, that's your running, whatever that might be. But you have to exercise every day. You have to get your heart rate up. You have to get moving every single day. That might be going for a brisk walk. It might be uh, going out on a bike ride. It might be going for a swim, whatever it is. Make sure that you're actually exercising every single day and prioritize it. Like at the moment, you're probably prioritizing your clients more than you prioritize yourself. And that's something really important to recognize is that you're prioritizing other people more than you and not giving yourself the respect that you give to other people. So get it into your calendar. Prove to yourself uh, that you are a priority, okay? Next one is your sleep. Sleep is super important for everything from hormone regulation to your hunger the next day, and then also to have good cognitive and brain function throughout the next day, next week. I know when I'm underslept, 
I really can't perform at my best. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, you know, I sleep five hours and I feel fine. I can almost guarantee you don't. If we start giving you seven hours of quality sleep, quality sleep where you practice good sleep hygiene before bed, when you wake up, you're going to feel so much better. So in terms of your sleep, just a, a couple of very quick tips. Cut out food around three hours before you go to bed, at least, just to make sure that you're not digesting your food as you sleep, because that means your body's working rather than resting. Make sure that you do something before bed that calms you down. So for me, I just read five to 10 pages of book. I know that's not a lot, but it calms my brain. No screens before bedtime. So don't be watching Netflix and, you know, scrolling through TikTok or Instagram right up until the point go to bed. And just generally try and Calm yourself down, calm your nervous system down before you go to bed. It's probably the most simple tips that you can implement for your sleep. There's loads of other stuff that we can look at as well, uh, but those are the ones that are going to make the, the biggest difference uh, as of today. So the next tip, how to achieve that, is ultimately to get the decision to change. I know that sounds so simple, but you have to make the decision to really go all in. You have to make the decision to commit to the actions behind your words and make sure that you mean it. Commit to the time in your week. Commit to training three hours of your week. Commit to doing a meal prep. Commit to turning up and doing your steps every day. Make the decision to change. Don't half-ass it. Don't go in and dip your toe. Do it properly, as you would anything else in life. Make that decision. And that that's a, a switch that you have to flip in your head and you have to be ready to. I always say that we, we don't coach people at The Optimized Entrepreneur. We don't coach people that will toe dip. That's, that's not the type of people that we, we want to work with. We want to work with people that are all in, that are ready to make such a, a big transformation, okay? And they need the guidance in order to do that. One question, if I was at the start of my journey or is if I was in an unfavorable position, I felt chronically stressed, my health, I know it wasn't in a good position. One question that I would ask myself is, what are the simple things that I can change that I know I need to change? So you know you need to change it and you can change it. And I would review my previous week or my previous month and have a look at those things. What are they? Okay, it might be that you eat unfavorable foods every single meal. It might be that you have McDonald's every day or a latte from Starbucks every day, whatever it is. But it also might be that you're disorganized. It might be that you're keeping biscuits right next to your desk. It might be that you buy wine at the shops every single week. Whatever it is, what are these little things that you can make an easy change to and just stop doing them? you're probably going to understand and know what they are on, on reflection. And you just have to, again, make that decision to stop doing these things. As simple as that sounds, it's very true. But if you're not accountable to the journey and it's hard to be accountable to yourself because you have that little voice, uh, the inner bitch that we call it, on your shoulder or in the back of your head, telling you why these things, these comfortable op options are such a good choice. If you're not accountable to yourself, go get accountable to someone else. Hire yourself a coach that you resonate with and take the thinking out of it. Like as high performers, your job is stressful enough. Your life is stressful enough to then be having to think about how to teach yourself how to diet properly, how to find systems and methods, how to diet, train, and ultimately get yourself in shape, how to build these habits in. Like that's too much noise for your head and it causes more decision fatigue in other areas of your life. And again, you're probably gonna give in to your personal standards. So find a coach that resonates with you uh, and hire them. Make that, make that sacrifice of that initial investment. It's gonna pay off tenfold. Again, if you can get more energy, more productivity, less stress, more clarity of thought, uh, and ultimately look amazing uh, whilst you're doing it, what is that worth to you if you can fix that? Because your energy is going to go through your roof, your productivity, your confidence, all of these things that could pay off in other areas of your life. 
So that was uh, a quick episode on why and how as an entrepreneur or a high performer, you should be looking at your health as your number one asset and not your number one liability. And yeah, I really hope it is useful and I'll see you on the next episode.